Welcome to Dave's Daily Crypto Take. Today is Tuesday, July 27th, 2021. Let's take a look at today's charts. At number one, we got BTC, $37,949.25, down 1.51%. Ethereum at number two, $2,272.66, down 3.12%. Tether at number three, $1. Binance Coin, number four, $315.28, down 1.27%. Cardano at number five, $1.30, uh, down 3.96%. XRP at number six, 63 cents, down 3.31%. USD coin at number seven, $1. Dogecoin, number eight, 20 cents, down 7.89%. Polkadot at number nine, $14.18, down 4.49%. And rounding out at number 10, Binance USD 99 cents. Let's take a look at the crypto fear and greed index. Extreme fear can be a sign that investors are too worried. That could be a buying opportunity when investors are getting too greedy. That means the market is due for a correction. And today we got fear at 32. Yesterday was fear at 26. Last week was extreme fear at 19. And last month was extreme fear at 22. So today, uh, we're going to have six articles. Let's take a look at the table of contents. Article number one is how to make or lose money with Bitcoin, explained in one chart. Article two, these high-flying stocks can run circles around Ethereum. Article number three, Amazon denies it'll accept crypto. Bitcoin swiftly drops. Article four, in the interest of consumer protection, Binance and FTX makes this move. Article 5, Cardano falls 10% in route. And today's main topic is Amazon denies accepting Bitcoin, sends it tumbling. All right, so uh, I just want to say thank you so much to all my listeners so far. Uh, if you're listening to the podcast, you can check me out on Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. If you are listening, please leave a rating and a review. It does help the channel. If you're watching the video, YouTube video, uh, catch me at Dave's Daily Crypto Take, and you can watch it, uh, the full video version. And if you can, please like, share, and subscribe so it can help the algorithm and it can spread to more people that are interested in cryptocurrency news and updates. So again, thank you so much for all your support. <laughs> Let's take a look at article number one, <clears throat> how to make or lose money with Bitcoin, explained in one chart. So Bitcoin was the first cryptocurrency, but it still has a relatively short history. As it was first created in 2009, interest in Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies reached a fever pitch in 2020 and 2021. As prices skyrocketed and crypto in general became a topic in the mainstream news. If you're at all familiar with Bitcoin, you've likely heard stories of fortunes won and lost by those who own the cryptocurrency. But how exactly do you make or lose money in Bitcoin? Check out the chart below for an overview and keep reading for more details. So how to make money with Bitcoin? First one is trading and investing and then mining. How to lose money with Bitcoin? Well, there's trading, scams, and hackers. So let's take a look into more detail. Ways to make money in Bitcoin. Although some Bitcoin holders use the crypto primarily for payment purposes, many others own Bitcoin to generate profits. There are three primary ways that you could earn money in Bitcoin. Number one is trading. Bitcoin, along with other cryptocurrencies, is one of the most volatile asset classes available. 
This makes it difficult for long-term holders to maintain their positions, as the crypto often makes double-digit percentage moves in a single day. For traders, however, this type of volatility is ideal. By quickly moving in and out of Bitcoin, you can rapidly book profits and jump out before the trend turns. If you're an agile trader and can snag a gain of just 5% per week, that amounts to an annual return in excess of 250%. Number two, investing. Although it can be emotionally difficult to hold a position in Bitcoin over the long run, these are the types of investors who have posted the most impressive gains. For example, if you just invested $1 in 2010 when Bitcoin traded at about 0.0008 cents, you could have bought about 1,250 Bitcoin over 10 years later at Bitcoin's July 10 price of about $33,374, your initial $1 investment would be worth about $41.7 million. If you had managed to sell out at Bitcoin's all-time high of nearly $65,000, you could have pocketed about $81.25 million. While you shouldn't expect these types of stratospheric gains, at least historically, Bitcoin has thus far provided long-term holders with spectacular gains. Number three, mining. If you'd rather work for your Bitcoin than invest it or trade it, perhaps Bitcoin mining is for you. Although the details can get a bit complicated, the bottom line is that Bitcoin miners are the ones who produce additional Bitcoin by recording transactions in the blockchain ledger. Every time they solve the complex algorithm that unlocks blockchain ledger transactions, they're paid with a specified amount of Bitcoin. Currently, that reward is 6.25 Bitcoin. Although this number gets halved about every four years, understand that successfully mining Bitcoin typically requires the use of massive computer server farms and enormous amounts of electricity, so it isn't for everyone. So now let's look at the negative sides, ways to lose money in Bitcoin. Just as investors can make money in Bitcoin, they can also lose it. Here are some of the most common ways that you might lose money in Bitcoin. Number one, trading. Trading can lead to big gains in Bitcoin, but it's not without risk. In fact, the movements in the price of Bitcoin are so great that it's very easy for even experienced traders to get whipsawed and lose a lot of money. Trading Bitcoin poorly is therefore probably the easiest way to lose money in Bitcoin. If you decide to go this route, you might want to take some practice runs on websites that offer simulated trading or begin with a small amount at first. Two, scams. Financial scams are becoming more and more common and cryptocurrency is a growing target. As more everyday investors begin to own crypto, Scammers are targeting them with increasing ferocity. As of May 17, the Federal Trade Commission reported that since October 2020, consumers reported losing more than $80 million to cryptocurrency scams, a tenfold increase on a year-over-year basis. Just as you would with any digital asset like your bank accounts, you will have to be extra diligent with your security to protect your crypto going forward. And number three. Hackers. Hackers may be the greatest risk to Bitcoin holders, especially as the cryptocurrency gains widespread acceptance. When you own Bitcoin, you hold it in an electronic wallet that only you can access, at least theoretically. But hackers have shown the ability to tap into Bitcoin wallets, and they are only going to get more proficient as the years go by. Once a hacker has access to your Bitcoin wallet, 
he or she can drain all you of all your cryptocurrency, just like someone who has your debit card can take all of your cash. However, if you lose your crypto to a hacker, no bank is going to replace it for you. So there you guys have it. How to make or lose money with Bitcoin explained in one chart. Comment down below if you knew all of these points, whether it's the positive or the negative points. And let me know if you know if there's any other points that should be covered. Let's take a look at Article 2. These high-flying stocks can run circles around Ethereum. The world's second largest cryptocurrency can't hold a candle to these high-growing stocks. So two points. Number one, Ethereum smart contracts make it one of the most popular crypto investments. Two, digital currencies may be in a massive bubble, which wouldn't spare Ethereum and would allow the following trio of stocks to sustainably outperform it. So for over a century, the stock market has been one of the most and the world's top wealth creators. While stocks might not outperform every year, equities have delivered a significantly higher average annual return relative to other asset classes. But over the past decade, the supremacy of the market has been called into question by the returns of high volatile cryptocurrencies. In particular, the popular Ethereum token, Ether, has returned close to 150,000% over the trailing six-year period. For some context, the S&P 500 produced a 23,454% total return, including dividends paid in a 56-year stretch ending in 2020. So not even Ethereum's popularity can save it if the crypto bubble pops. Back in early June, I anointed Ethereum as one of the two cryptocurrencies that I believe has the best chance to be accessed. That's because the Ethereum blockchain utilizes smart contracts. These are protocols that facilitate, verify, and enforce the negotiation of a contract. Smart contracts can be used in financial and non-financial scenarios, giving Ethereum the ability to be a player in financial transactions, as well as company that would revolutionize supply chain product tracking and management. We've also witnessed incredible interest in the Ethereum blockchain by businesses. The Enterprise Ethereum Alliance, which is designed to promote the use of the Ethereum blockchain, now has more than 200 members. With blockchain lacking a real-world, large-scale use scenario, the EEA is a step in the right direction to broader-based adoption. But for as much as I believe Ethereum can be a crypto survivor, I'm also a cryptocurrency skeptic. I strongly believe all digital currencies are in the midst of a massive bubble that's begun to pop, with a good likelihood of the Ether token getting dragged down with its peers. While the EEA is a start, the real-world application of blockchain remains extremely limited. In other words, the incredible run-up we've witnessed is unlikely to hold. So these fast-growing companies can easily outpace Ethereum. While I understand Ethereum is an incredibly popular investment, the following trio of high-flying stocks has a very good chance to run circles around the second largest digital currency by market cap. Number one, Palo Alto Networks. When it comes to the most high-secure growth trends of the decade, cybersecurity may well take the cake. No matter how well or poorly the U.S. and global economy are performing, hackers and robots don't take a day off. As businesses move their own data and that of their customers into the cloud, they'll be increasingly leaning on cybersecurity stocks like Palo Alto Networks for protection. 
Palo Alto is a company that's in transition. Though it still sells physical firewall products, it de-emphasized its physical security solutions in favor of subscription-based solutions. The big reason for this change is that providing cloud-based solutions allows Palo Alto to be nimbler in the responding to potential threats. There's also considerably less revenue lumpiness associated with subscription services compared to physical firewall products, and this shift should yield higher margins over time. Through the first nine months of fiscal 2021, 74% of total sales have come from subscriptions, up from 69% in the year-ago period. Another key to Palo Alto's growth story is a steady diet of bolt-on acquisitions. Buying a number of smaller cloud-based security providers has helped expand Palo Alto's suite of services, as well as increase visibility to a larger swath of small and medium-sized businesses. Taking into account organic and acquisitive growth, Palo Alto Network shouldn't have any trouble sustaining a double-digit growth rate and handily outpacing Ethereum in the return column. Number two, LoveSack. Innovative small-cap furniture stock LoveSack is another company that can run circles around Ethereum. Yes, I did say the furniture stock and referred to the company as innovative. One thing sets LoveSack apart from its competition is the company's furniture. Forget the idea that this is a beanbag chair company. Today, more than 80% of LoveSack sales are derived from sanctionals, essentially sectional-like modular couches that can be rearranged dozens of ways to fit any living space. Aside from the optionally of being able to reshape, rearrange its couches, LoveSack sectionals offer over 200 cover choices. What's more, the yarn used in these covers is made entirely from recycled plastic water bottles. Wow. In other words, the core customer that LoveSack targets, millennials, is getting a piece of furniture that can mold to their living space, match the color scheme of their existing furniture and accessories, and is environmentally friendly. The other aspect of LoveSack's exceptional success story has been its ability to adjust its operating model to match prevailing market conditions. Whereas most furniture retailers are brick and mortar based and therefore reliant on foot traffic into their stores. Almost half of LoveSack's physical 2021 sales derive from online purchases, with another 7% coming from pop-up shops and shops within shops. LoveSack was already built around the idea of maintaining lower overhead than its peers. The pandemic simply taught the company how to lower its overhead even more while pushing to recurring profitability well before anyone on the Wall Street had expected. LoveSack may be just a furniture stock, but it's on track to potentially double its sales over the next four years. Wow. Number three, Intuitive Surgical. A third high-flying stock that could leave Ethereum eating its dust is robotic-assisted surgical systems developer Intuitive Surgical. Innovative and innovation and personalized care is at the heart of what Intuitive Surgical is all about. It's the Da Vinci Surgical Systems are designed to replace traditional laparoscopic soft tissue procedures by minimizing incision size and hopefully shortening recovery time and the likelihood of complications. Through March 6, 6,142 Da Vinci systems had been installed worldwide. This might not sound like a huge number, but it's more than all of the company's competitors on a combined basis. Wow. 
Intuitive Surgical has quite the runway with which to pick up additional procedure share, though Da Vinci is already dominating urology and gynecology procedures. It's likely become a bigger player in colorectal, thoracic, and general soft tissue surgeries throughout the decade. But what makes Intuitive Surgical particularly special is that its operating model is built to generate higher margins over time. When the company began selling its systems two decades ago, these pricey systems accounted for the bulk of revenue. The thing is, they're intricate and costly to build, thereby yielding only mediocre margins. As time has passed, instruments and accessories sold with each procedure, along with the servicing of its systems, now makes up the lion's share of the revenue. Both of these segments generate considerably higher margins as Intuitive Surgical's installed base grows, so will its operating margin. So there you guys have it. Uh, these high-flying stocks can run circles around Ethereum. What do you think about it? Comment down below and let me know if you think stocks are over cryptocurrency or if you think cryptocurrency is still the way to go. All right, let's take a look at Article 3. Amazon denies it's, it'll accept crypto. Bitcoin swiftly drops. The retailer did acknowledge it's exploring crypto, though. Amazon on Monday denied a media report that the company plans to accept Bitcoin payments by the end of the year. Speculation had been mounting about the e-commerce giant's moves crypto strategy. The rumors started swirling last week after the company posted a job ad for a digital currency and blockchain product lead. They gathered pace on Sunday when UK-based news outlet City AM cited an unnamed insider as saying the retailer would take Bitcoin payments by the end of the year and plans to launch its own token in 2022. The digital currency then briefly surged about $39,000, its highest price since mid-June. Amazon has rejected the claims published in City AM but did acknowledge an interest in crypto. Notwithstanding our interest in the space, the speculation that has ensued around our specific plans for cryptocurrency is not true, said a company spokesperson. We remain focused on exploring what this could look like for customers shopping on Amazon. The response sent Bitcoin plunging below $37,000, while other coins also dipped. Amazon's denial will disappoint those who had hoped the firm would create a huge crypto market. But the company's confirmed interest in digital currencies offers some hope for the future. So there you guys have it. Amazon denies it will accept crypto. Bitcoin swiftly drops. Comment down below and let me know what you think about Amazon's comment about that. All right. Uh, let's take a short break right now. I just want to say thank you to all my listeners on the podcast. I've been looking at the analytics and I've seen a bunch of you from the Japan, US, Norway. China, Australia, Switzerland, Philippines, Canada, the UK, India, and the list keeps on going. Uh, we got Colombia, Brazil, France, Czech Republic, New Zealand, Hong Kong, Mexico, Nepal, Belgium, and Nigeria. Shout out to Nigerians over there. So again, Thank you so much for everyone that's been sharing the podcast. I've been getting a lot of DMs and a lot of comments, especially on the YouTube space as well. So thank you so much. Um, do what you can just by liking, sharing, subscribing. It just takes you know five seconds to do so. And if you have a minute or so, if you'd like to leave a comment and a rating, that would help a lot. So again, thank you so much for all your support and help.
All right, let's keep on going. Article number four. In the interest of consumer protection, Binance and FTX make this move. So two of the world's largest cryptocurrency exchanges, Binance and FTX, recently announced limits on high-risk leverage trading on their platforms. Both companies cited consumer protection as the motive behind these restrictions. The world's largest crypto exchange, Binance, had announced earlier on 19th July that they were introducing a 20x leverage limit for new users. Now, as per a tweet by CEO Shang Peng Zhao on Sunday, Binance Futures was preparing to apply the same limit for existing users soon. He tweeted, Binance Futures started limiting new users to max 20x leverage last Monday, July 19th, seven days ago. We didn't want to make this a thingy. In the interest of consumer protection, we will apply this to existing users progressively over the next few weeks. Stay. So the Futures trading platform, which was launched in 2019, had initially allowed investors to open leverage positions at a maximum limit of 20 times their investment. Only two months back, Binance Futures had announced that it will support BTC, USDT contracts for up to 125x margin, meaning that an investment of $100 could turn into a bet for $12,500. This latest move came at the heels of a similar announcement by Hong Kong-based crypto derivatives exchange FTX. In a series of tweets, FTX CEO Sam Bankman-Fried revealed that the maximum leverage available on a platform had been significantly reduced to 20x. The crypto billionaire cited the exchange's efforts to encourage responsible trading. As a reason behind this move, he elaborated on how even though leverage trading was not a significant part of the exchange's overall volume, it caused significant troubles with regard to volatility estimating that the average open margin position on FTX is leveraged by roughly 2x, he stated. Quote, we also don't think it's an important part of the crypto ecosystem, and in some cases, it's not a healthy part of it. Again, this will hit a tiny fraction of activity on a platform, and while many users have expressed that they like having the option, very few use it, and it's time, we think, to move on from it. Binance's association with this high-risk trading is one of the main reasons behind regulators around the world issuing warnings. Since June, the exchange faced increased scrutiny from financial regulators in the U.S., Britain, the Cayman Islands, Hong Kong, Lithuania, Italy, Poland, and Thailand, among others. Most of them have been critical on its high-leverage derivatives offerings. Amidst Increasing regulatory scrutiny, Binance has also discontinued earlier this month. A new product line introduced this year, which offers stock tokens for companies like Tesla and Apple. Another crypto exchange, Huobi Global, had made a similar move in mid-June, limiting derivatives trading for its new and existing users. The exchange had dropped its allowable leverage from 125x to less than 5x, citing the hostile regulatory environment in China. While community reactions regarding these moves were mostly positive, some argued that the margin should be reduced further as the current limits continue to remain high risk. Nevertheless, users on Twitter appear joyous about the announcements while shunning high-risk trading as a bane to the crypto space. Popular crypto analyst Don Alt expressed his respect for the move, tweeting, And so, after lots of back and forth, we're going to be the ones to take the first step here. A step in the right direction in the industry is headed and has been headed for a while.
Today, we're removing high leverage from FTX. The greatest allowable will be 20X. Don Alt says, respect the hell out of that. No one needs a leverage casino. Even the ones that think they do, don't. Another analyst by the handle of Dark Crypto Lady thanks CZ for the proof. So he, she said, thank you, sir. This is the right thing to do because in my humble opinion, too many retail traders have no idea how leverage work and they often get wrecked without understanding why. Finance might take a small hit in the short run, but this is a win for everyone in the long run. Lastly, Anthony Pompliano made a prediction about other exchanges following suit, one of which unsurprisingly came true after Binance's announcement. FTX has decided to remove all leverage over 20x from their platform. The assumption would be most other platforms will follow suit over time. An effect margin system is integral to an efficient economic uh, system. There are limits to everything, though. So there you guys have it. In the interest of consumer protection, Binance and FTX make this move, lowering the leverage X by 20X. Comment down below and let me know what you think about leverage trading. Do you think it's good or do you think it's not good? Comment down below. All right, let's take a look at Article 5. Cardano falls 10% in route. So Cardano was trading at $1.24 by 2.54 GMT on the investing.com index on Tuesday, down 10.04% on the day. It was the largest one-day percentage loss since June 21st. The move downwards pushed Cardano's market cap down to 40 $0.15 billion, or 2.74% of the total cryptocurrency market cap. At its highest, Cardano's market cap was $71.55 billion. Cardano had a trade in a range of $1.21 to $1.26 in the previous 24 hours. Over the past seven days, Cardano has seen a rise in value as it gained 17.73%. The volume of Cardano traded in 24 hours to time of writing was 2.44 billion, or 2.27% of the total volume of all cryptocurrencies. It has traded in a range of $1.03 to $1.39 in the past seven days. At its current price, Cardano is still down 49% from its all-time high of $2.46 set on May 16th. So elsewhere in cryptocurrency trading, Bitcoin was at last at $37,000, Ethereum was trading at $2,190, and Bitcoin's market cap was last at $698 billion, or 47.63% of the total cryptocurrency market cap. So there you guys have it. Cardano falls 10% in a route. Comment down below if you hold Cardano in your portfolio. All right, let's get to the main topic for today. It is Amazon denies accepting Bitcoin and sends it tumbling. A job posting for a digital currency lead had pushed Bitcoin past $40,000 on Monday, its highest since June 15th. Amazon.com Inc. is denying a meeting report saying the e-commerce giant is looking to accept Bitcoin payments by the end of the year. The report from London City AM newspaper, citing an unnamed insider, sent the world's biggest cryptocurrency up as much as 14.5% before it trimmed gains to last trade 6% higher at $37,684. Notwithstanding our interest in the space, the speculation that has ensued around our specific plans for cryptocurrencies is not true. 
said a spokesperson from Amazon on Monday. We remain focused on exploring what this could look like for customers shopping on Amazon. The company on July 22 posted a job opening for a digital currency and blockchain product lead. Earlier on Monday, the job posting from the retail giant had stirred questions among analysts over whether the move could eventually lead to Amazon accepting Bitcoin as a method of payment. The company's denial sent Bitcoin tumbling below $37,000, while rival coins, including Ether and Litecoin, also fell. Investors rushing to cover bearish bets had fueled the earlier rally that drove the coin at one point up more than 17% on Monday to $40,545, its highest since June 15. More than $950 million of dollars of crypto shorts were liquidated on Monday, the most since May 19th, according to data from Bybit.com. Shorts were piling up as we were moving down, assuming we're looking at a minimum of $25,000, which is expected across the board, said VJIR, head of Asia Pacific with crypto exchange Luno. But then there was a heavy accumulation in the $29,000 to $30,000 region, which caught a lot of these shorts unaware and hence led to the spring upwards. Bitcoin's current price volatility is a part of a wider multi-wave correction since hitting a record in April, IR said. The price could rebound to as much as $45,000 in the near term before another potential drop to complete the correction, he said. We're still seeing the correction play out, he added. A growing number of companies have started to accept virtual currencies for payment, bringing an asset class until recently shunned by major financial institutions closer to the mainstream. Last week, Tesla Inc. Chief Executive Officer Elon Musk said the electric car maker will most likely restart accepting Bitcoin as payment once it conducts due diligence on the amount of renewable energy used to mine the currency. So yes, there you guys have it, the main topic. Amazon denies accepting Bitcoin, sends it tumbling. Comment down below if you are an Amazon user, two, if you use cryptocurrency as an investment, or three, if you think Amazon and cryptocurrency should is a heavenly match. Comment down below and let me know what you think. All right, so let's take a look at the prices one more time before we wrap it up. At number one, we got BTC, $37,000.949. Uh, Ethereum at $2,286. Tether at $1. Binance Coin, $315. Cardano at $1.30. XRP, $0.64. Cents. USD Coin, $1. Dogecoin, $0.20. Cents. Polkadot. $14.31. And last but not least, Binance USD, 99 cents. All right. So there you guys have it. Thank you so much for listening to the end of the crypto take. Um, if you're listening on the podcast, check me out on Apple, Spotify, or Google Podcast, depending on which version you're on, iOS or Android. And if you are in the YouTube space, check me out at Dave's Daily Crypto Take and leave a like, share, or subscribe if you can to help the channel out. Other than that, um, thanks again to all my listeners worldwide. And again, please share it with some of your friends or family. And if they want to get unbiased news or unbiased updates about cryptocurrency, no better way to look than here, Dave's Daily Crypto Take. So I'll see you in the next one. Have a great day. Peace.